0: Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast, Wellness Walks. I'm Hannah Bright Wellness, the Females Coach, and I'm here to talk to you about topics covering all things to do with female health, both physical and mental. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Let's get stuck in. Hi guys, and welcome back to the Wellness Walks podcast. Hope you're all having a fantastic week. Um, Jamie and I took a little sneaky weekend away to Lands of Lanzarote, the weekend just gone. We were going to go to the Cotswolds um, and just have a long weekend just to have a bit of time out, um, try and switch off from our phones and work and just a bit of downtime. But last minute, we changed the location from the Cotswolds which was going to be cold and probably quite wet and got on the plane and went to Lanzarote. And instead we had a good 22 to 24 degrees heat and did the same thing, switched off from work, tried to not be on our phones too much, take a step away from social media, read books, listen to podcasts, lie by the pool, lots of walks and we hired bikes and got a nice bike ride in. Well, I say nice, it was actually quite scary because obviously if you know Lanzarote, it's a volcanic island um, and Jamie took me phew, off the beaten track. We were going over the what I would call boulders. He would probably say, I'd, quite, I'd say quite substantial rocks. Um, we were mountain biking, <laughs> which was scary at first. But actually, after a while, I kind of got a bit more confident with it and really enjoyed it. So we had a lovely, chilled weekend away. Just what you needed. I think everyone needs a bit of vitamin D sometimes. It makes such a difference. Um, and we just really relaxed and enjoyed it. And I've come back this week feeling really refreshed, really motivated and excited for the end of these colder days and summer. I feel like it's on the horizon now. So a really good weekend, catching up on sleep and yeah, refreshed. Um, But on this week's topic of Wellness Walks podcast, I am actually going to be talking about sleep because with a lot of my clients or a lot of women that come to me with various goals, whether it's weight loss or fitness or just an improved routine, improved health, just to feel happier and healthier and more vibrant. A lot of people come to me and one of the main struggles is feeling exhausted a lot of time, lacking motivation. And it comes down to the fact that they actually have quite poor quality sleep or don't get enough sleep. So I thought it would be a good topic to chat about today um, and give you some tips on how to improve your sleep. Because you know, if you're lacking in sleep, then you can often feel quite stressed, you can feel tired, you can feel exhausted, you can be quite grouchy, you can probably be a bit more short-tempered than usual, um, probably less productive, less able to concentrate for as long a period of time. Um, it obviously will affect your movement because you're going to have less energy to move. So naturally, you'll fidget less and you'll probably walk around less. You'll probably be, you know, maybe end up sacking off your gym workout because you're exhausted or not going for so many walks um, and it can also affect hunger because you're craving carbs or just calories in general for energy so you can end up overeating as well and that's not great if you're on a weight loss diet um, so it affects your weight loss as well so you know sleep is so important and it's recommended to get seven to eight hours on average a night's sleep um, which is about a third of your Day, which is about so that's like a third of your life that we should be sleeping. So, if it's that important to be sleeping for a third of your life, then sleep is very important for us all. You know, things like with exercise, we need to sleep to repair our muscles, for them to recover, for our energy levels to recover. Um, and like I said, it's, it's very important for weight, weight loss as well, but also for mental clarity. If you're not getting enough sleep, you can find that you are very distractible or you can't, you're quite forgetful, um, can't sit still for long enough. You know, it's so, so important. And we all know that, um, but we still forget to prioritize it because, you know, you're so busy in the evenings, other things seem more of a priority, or you finish work late and then you might be making dinner a bit later and then you want some downtime. So, therefore, you prioritize chilling on the sofa and watching a movie or a series rather than getting to bed an hour or 30 minutes earlier. Um, so, yeah, basically, what I'm trying to get across with this kind of starter section is just reminding you how important sleep is and why everyone should prioritize it, whether it's for your weight loss or to help you reduce stress or to help you to be more proactive in the day, to use your time more effectively, to get more exercise in. So I have eight tips on how to improve your sleep. One thing I did want to mention is sleep will naturally be better at different times of your menstrual cycle. If you're a female, um, people can struggle to sleep when it comes to just before their periods or during the periods. And that's quite normal. Our body t- temperatures raised and our hormones are changing. So that's quite normal. And also as we go through life, you know, through perimenopause and menopause, it will change as well. And there's adaptations that we can do during those life um, changes along the way. But these are just general tips for helping you with sleep um, day to day. So tip number one is to get a regular bedtime routine and a regular morning routine. So as simple as making sure that you go to bed at the same time and you wake up at the same time every day. And this takes a bit of work. It's not just going to happen, you know, you're not just going to decide, okay, I'm going to go to bed at 9.30, going to get up at 6.30, that's going to happen. It takes time. So setting the alarm for 6.30 every morning and repeating that after you know, a week or two, your body clock will adapt and you will find it easier to wake up at that time. Same with going to bed, get regular at going to bed at the same time so that you know you've got enough hours to get the average seven to eight hours sleep and then practice it and repeat it. And your body will adapt to this. So that's number one is just getting a regular bedtime routine. Now, there are ways to help you to fall asleep easier. You know, you're probably thinking, but I can't go. I won't fall asleep at that time. You know, I'm not tired. So the tip number two is to try and reduce any stimulus about 30 minutes before you go to bed. So that's things like your mobile phones. Try not to use your mobile phone 30 minutes before you go to bed. Um, And also television, you know, the bright lights, they're a big stimulus for us. They keep us awake. So try and step away from your phone and the TV 30 minutes before bed and maybe listen to a podcast or read a book or, I don't know, meditation, if that's your thing. Try just 30 minutes. It doesn't have to be massively long beforehand. Or just, you know, have a bath or start your bedtime routine half an hour before and then go to bed and then don't go back on your phone. So number two, tip two is to... Reduce any stimulus 30 minutes before you plan to go to bed. Number three is nutrition. So trying not to have a big meal straight before you go to bed, Um, because obviously then your body's digesting this meal and it can feel quite uncomfortable and you probably won't feel like going to bed because you've just had a big meal. So trying to have, you know, two hours um, between finishing your meal and going to bed would be ideal but also on the flip side you don't want to go to bed hungry so you know make sure you have your meal not too far because otherwise your tummy starts grumbling you start to feel hungry you're thinking about do I need a snack and then that's obviously going to disturb you from falling asleep as well so just trying to make sure that you have your last meal you know two to three hours before you go to bed and then that satisfies you through to the morning the other thing on nutrition is to reduce um things like caffeine alcohol, nicotine intake um, before bed as well, because they, again, are a stimulus. They're going to wake you up. Um, they're going to get your heart rate right raised. So trying to reduce them, if you're having caffeine or alcohol or anything like that, make sure that you don't have it too close to bedtime. You know, coffee, you don't really want to be having that past 2 p.m. ideally. Um, and I know it's easier said than done, but just trying to reduce it. So maybe instead of having four coffees a day, try and reduce down to two. Or if you usually have coffee up till five, just bring it back till three and then try and bring it back till two or one. And it's just making little improvements along the way. But these things all add up and they massively help. All right. So the next thing is making sure the bedroom is prepared for you to have a really good night's sleep. So a dark room seems obvious, but a lot of people have, you know, cracks in their curtains or their blinds, or there's a light that's flashing in the corner of the room or, um you know the curtains just aren't black out at all and they let in quite a lot of light so make sure the room is dark so that it's perfect for you to have a good night's sleep and if it isn't possible to you know change your curtains or your blinds or that flashing light you know i don't know it's needed then face masks are really good and you can get really nice face masks these days like nice silky ones that you won't even notice are on you but that is ideal. So if you are thinking, yeah, actually, that's right, I've got a flashing light in my room, or yeah, I can see the crack of light streaming through. Um, then, you know, try and make a change today. It's something that you can change straight away. So try and get the room dark. And then another one on the topic of your bedroom, actually the temperature of your bedroom. Um, because if it's too hot, then it's really hard to fall asleep. But then, also, if it's really, really cold, then you're probably really tense, and you're not able to fall asleep as well. So, trying to get the room temperature the perfect, which could be either adding a fan if it's a bit too cold, or opening a window if it's quiet outside. Obviously, you don't want noise affecting your sleep either. Um, or changing your pajamas, make them warmer or make them cooler, or changing your duvet again to make it warmer or colder. So make sure the temperature is good when you go to sleep. Um, and that should massively help as well. Now, one thing that I find a lot of my clients, and I've experienced in the past as well, is stress affecting my sleep. You know, if there's lots on your mind, you're thinking through things that you need to do the next day, or that's happened that day, um, or you've got a list of jobs that you need to tick off, or whatever it is, something stressing you out, then. You know, we think about it over and over at nighttime because that's what you're just led there thinking about it. And it stops you from falling asleep or you can wake up in the night thinking about these things and you can't fall asleep. So the best thing I would say to do is to either journal before bed, you know, journal it all out or just simply write it on a notepad. You know, if you've got a list of things you need to get done, write them on a notepad so that they're there in the morning. You know that you aren't going to forget them but you're just getting them out of your mind for the night so you can sleep well. And then in the morning you pick it up and get on with the job. Um, Or journaling I find really good because it's just kind of like, you, you might not even know what's on your mind, but once you start writing, it just kind of flows and you can get everything out and then you feel like you can go to bed, you know, with a clear mind. Or, you know, things like a meditation before sleep or a breath work before sleep. You can find these things on a podcast app or on YouTube. And it just slows your mind down. It slows you down and it gets you into a more relaxed state before going to bed. And then you're more likely to fall asleep. So if you're someone that usually watches TV before you bed and you think, you know, you find it relaxing hearing the sound of people's voices. Obviously, that's still a stimulus because the screen is going to be flashing and the light's going to be flashing in front of you. So maybe switch to listening to a podcast or listening to a meditation or something that's going to calm you down and help you unwind, but you've still got that kind of, that talking in your ear that helps you to fall into a slumber, um, but it's without the stimulus of the lights. Okay, so just trying to de-stress before sleep or get anything on your mind out onto paper. Um, And the next tip is exercise. So exercise massively helps, which is kind of obvious, you know, if you're going to exert yourself, do some physical exercise, you're probably going to be more tired when you go to bed. So trying to get more regular exercise in throughout your week. Um, and it doesn't have to be going to the gym seven days a week. It could be going for a walk regularly every day and then, you know, a couple of runs or a couple of gym workouts, moving more. It obviously makes you a bit more tired and you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be before bedtime. I exercise in the mornings because I find that that's when I've got most energy and it wakes me up. But I still find that when I am exercising, even at the, in the mornings, it helps me to fall asleep more consistently. So that's quite an obvious one. Another one is if you're a bit of a napper. Now I know there's quite a few nappers out there. Personally, I've never been able to nap in the day. But if you're a bit of a napper and it's just really easy for you, but then when it comes to bedtime, you struggle to fall asleep or you wake up in the night and then you can't get back to sleep might be an idea to try and limit these naps because obviously you're probably just you sleeping in the day and then you're not needing the sleep in the evening or you don't feel like you can fall asleep because you've had that nap in the day so try and reduce naps if you are a bit of a napper um and then the other the last tip is supplements so there's a couple of supplements melatonin and magnesium which are great for sleep. So melatonin is the hormone that our bodies naturally produce to signal to our brains that it's time to go to sleep. So if you really struggle with falling asleep, then it might be maybe as a short-term kind of help, short-term supplement to fall asleep would be introducing some magnesium. Um, And then the other one is sorry, that's melatonin. And then magnesium can also help to quieten your mind and your body and relax you, relax your muscles and help you get ready to sleep as well. So they're both really good supplements for helping with sleep and just slowing your body down and getting it prepared, ready in the state to fall asleep. All right, so there are nine tips for you. I said eight at the start, but I whacked a little spontaneous one in there. So that's nine tips to help you to improve your sleep duration, to help you to fall asleep and to stay asleep and have good quality sleep. So, you know, maybe you're doing half of them already, but you took away one or two that you could try to help improve your sleep. It's definitely worth trying these things because it makes such a difference to your quality of life if you're able to sleep, then you're able to function so much better. And sleep is obviously at the crux of everything. So yeah, I hope these tips help you. If you know someone that regularly struggles with sleep, um, or, you know, wakes up a lot in the night, then please do share this podcast with them. Um, Hopefully it'll help them too. Thank you for listening to another episode of Wellness Walks. I hope you've had a lovely walk whilst listening. Hope it's not too chilly. I know that we are forecast to have very cold weather this week, but then I think it's going to brighten up and it's going to be warmer. Warmer days are on the horizon, guys. So have a lovely rest of your day and I will catch you on the next podcast. Just wanted to pop in here and remind you all that my next six-week Female fit camp commences on the 12th of March. It's this Sunday. So, if you're looking to feel fitter, to lose some unwanted body fat, and to have more confidence by summer 2023, which by the way is only 14 weeks away then pop me an email my emails in the show notes and I can give you more information on what's involved but there's two boot camps a week lots of accountability lots of support with diet nutrition and lots of education so if you're ready to make a change then send me an email now and let's get you signed up Thanks for listening to the podcast, guys. hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please subscribe to my podcast if you haven't already and follow me on both TikTok and Instagram at Hannah Bright Wellness. See you next time.